it's here, the 21 days of storytelling. This is day one, and today you'll get to hear part one of the prologue of the Dragon Collector, book one of the Dragonstalker Bloodline Saga. And here's your insider tip of the day. This scene was not included in the original edition of the Dragon Collector. Neither was part two. But after I finished writing the first three books and became a better author, and after reading reviews to learn what readers were liking and not liking about the story, I decided to revise The Dragon Collector. I added this scene at the beginning for two reasons. The first is that I wanted to start the story with a scene that included a dragon, and the second is that I wanted to show why my hero Javen's mother chose to give him up moments after he was born. You'll notice this scene is told from Kenton's perspective, and it also explains how Kenton ended up on Earth with the dragons we meet in the short story from Episode 2. Alright, enough preamble. Let's get to the Dragon Collector. Welcome to a special storytelling edition of Published Before College, the podcast with short and snazzy shows that teach creative kids how to think like an author, build confidence in their creative writing skills, and take ownership of the publishing process. I'm your host, DK Drake, author of the Dragonstalker Bloodline Saga. During these 21 days of storytelling, I'll be reading you snippets of The Dragon Collector, book one of the Dragonstalker Bloodline Saga, and sharing behind-the-scenes insider secrets along the way. In The Dragon Collector, 15-year-old Javen believes he is simply an ordinary orphan abandoned by his mother at birth until he is whisked away to another dimension and his destiny as the chosen one from the Collector bloodline is revealed. Armed only with an ancient weapon, a trio of old advisors, and his determination to win, Javen is soon caught up in a dangerous battle for the throne. Now his choices could save, or destroy, the people and dragons of Xandador, including the mother he just met. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. You are now entering the land of Xandador. Prologue, Part 1. Rescue the Newborn. The 13th day of the Earth Month July in the Xandadorian year of 3185. Kenton steered Skylark toward the highest window in the castle tower for the 11th night in a row. This time, he saw what he had been hoping to see for over a week, a white cloth hanging from the wooden shutter. Finally! He tapped the dragon's neck, and she coasted to a hovering stop outside the open window. I won't be gone long. Kenton stood, found his balance on the slippery scales, and brushed past Ravier. Keep her here and keep her invisible. Omri has eyes everywhere. If we're spotted, that child we're about to rescue has no hope. Ravier turned and glared at Kenton. I still think I should be the one to get the baby. Why? So you can harass Esmeralda about what happened to your son? You'd both end up in the dungeon, and the baby would become the king's property. That's what we're trying to avoid. I can be calm. I'm not going to chance it. Stay put. Kenton ignored Ravier's grumbling and spoke to his dragon. Now, Skylark. The dragon wrapped the tip of her long tail around Kenton's waist, picked him up, and lowered him onto the ledge of the window the midwife had left open for him. He stepped onto the window seat and patted the cool gray scales of the dragon's tail. Skylark let go, and Kenton quietly approached the woman on the bed in the small, dimly lit room. Esmeralda's sweet young face glistened with a combination of sweat, joy, exhaustion, and distress. She cuddled a tiny, swaddled figure with a full head of midnight black hair that matched her own and hummed to muffle his cries. Darla, the midwife, did her part to help. She stood by the door imitating Esmeralda's screams. That kept the soldiers stationed on the other side firmly planted in their posts. Kenton had to get out of there before they realized the baby had been born. Esmeralda! He held out his hands and spoke in a whisper. We must move quickly. She scrunched her face, 
held the baby tighter, and shook her head. Tears flooded her cheeks as she kissed the baby's forehead. I, I need more time with him. Her barely audible words melted Kenton's heart, but he had a job to do. I will get him to Earth and keep him safe. I will teach him everything I know about you and his father and collecting. No! She snatched Kenton's shirt and jerked. He lurched forward and she spoke again when his face was inches from hers. You will take him to Earth and you will make sure he stays safe, but you will not tell him anything about his family, his heritage, or dragons. He needs to know who he is in order to prepare for the Battle of the Throne. Kenton leaned over a bit further in an attempt to get a good look at the baby's face. What color are his eyes? He could be the answer to the prophecy. He isn't. Dartes is. Dartes is gone. He has only been banished. Yeah, to the land of no return. Kenton hated to be so blunt, but he had to help her understand reality. People don't come back from the land of no return. That's why they call it... His dragon will find him. They will find me, and together we will find our son. After Dartes wins the throne. In the meantime, my child must know nothing of this dimension. I have written him a note that explains only the things I want him to know. What if Dartes isn't back to challenge the king during the next battle year? Your son needs to be ready to take on that challenge himself. He will only be 15. No child that age could ever be ready for such a challenge, and I will not put him in that impossible situation. A pounding on the door shook the room. Open this door, a male voice ordered. I want to know what's going on in there. There have been some complications. Darla leaned back against the door and motioned for them to hurry up. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to save the baby. Esmeralda groaned loudly and then put the baby in Kenton's arms. Please, she locked eyes with Kenton. Promise me you'll do as I ask. Against his better judgment, he nodded. I promise. Thank you. She kissed the baby, stuffed the note in the folds of his swaddling blanket, and shoved Kenton. Go. He made it as far as the window before turning around. What's his name? Javen. His name is Javen. Nice. At least the child was named after the first and greatest dragon collector who ever lived. Kenton stepped on the window seat. Javen? Meet Skylark. At the sound of her name, the dragon uncloaked herself. The massive gray creature hovered in front of them and flapped her wings as if to say hello. A second later, she vanished. Trusting she was still there, Kenton left. If you enjoyed today's storytelling episode, but don't want to wait to find out what happens next, click on over to authordkdrake.com backslash insiders. There you can secure your free digital copy of The Dragon Collector as part of the DK Drake Starter Library. But The Dragon Collector will only be included in the Starter Library through the end of these 21 days, so be sure to become an insider by November 10th to get your free copy. In the meantime, I dare you not to dream of dragons tonight. <laughs>